You Want to Split That is brought to you by Hustle Haven, a haven from your daily hustle. It's Roanoke, Virginia's best place to encourage self-care through the trifecta of hot yoga, indoor cycling, and their own self-care boutique and potion bar. This place has a little bit of everything for anyone seeking an improvement of their mental health through fitness. And listen, y'all, they have the only hot yoga studio in Roanoke, so that is a huge deal, and you should definitely give it a try. Well, sometimes the meals I eat on here don't make me feel too hot about myself, so I really look forward to taking cycling every weekend before I watch football. After I'm done, I feel so much better for the rest of the day, and I look for the best time to schedule another class. Hustle Haven is the perfect place for that mental pick-me-up through physically challenging yourself. Head to their website, hustlehaven.com, to register for your first two classes for the price of one for just $20, or just check the place out at their downtown Roanoke location. And don't worry, they have parking at 355 at Campbell Avenue Southwest. That's 355 Campbell Avenue Southwest. Hey, what's going on, everyone? Welcome to another edition of You Want to Split That, the podcast that has interesting people and fast food. I'm Bailey Angle, and we got a great person for you today. He is one of the co-founders of Sons of Saturday, a popular Virginia Tech podcast, and really not even just a podcast anymore. They are trying to conquer all forms of media. And before that, he actually played football under both Frank Beamer and Justin Fuente at Virginia Tech, and his name is Billy Ray Mitchell. And today, we are diving into Wendy's new item, the Pretzel Bacon Pub Cheeseburger. Now, you've seen the commercials all over the football games, all over TV, and it looked like just something that not only was a little bit interesting, but it was at least aesthetically pleasing as well, and it looked like it was going to be pretty tasty. I really enjoyed eating it with Billy Ray, and I had a great time talking to him about his podcast, about Sons of Saturday, about his football career at Virginia Tech, and about just who he is as a person, and I really hope you enjoy our conversation. Coming up right here, my conversation with Mr. Billy Ray Mitchell. You said you were going to get five of these if Tech beat UNC. So I'm really sad that we lost to North Carolina, but I'm okay with just eating one of these because this is a this is a pretty big burger. So I haven't opened the bag yet. I didn't know what the rule was. It's still sealed. Um, Open that thing up, Billy Ray. Okay. Okay. Postmates went ahead and delivered it. I mean, to be if I'm being completely honest with you. Oh man, is that me or you? That is you. I think that's me. Uh, If I'm being completely honest with you. Something that uh, something that I was thinking about is I, I'm supposed to go out to dinner tonight. Completely forgot about that. And I was like, <laughs> oh man, like I can't make it. Like I'm already gonna eat. Maybe I'll just get a side salad. And I was like, who am I kidding? I'm probably gonna eat the whole <laughs> burger and still get a entree. So right. Uh, but uh, oh man, that is a that is a large burger. Got the medium fry, and then my go-to. There's really nothing else you should ever get from Wendy's. Uh, the strawberry lemonade is a must have so that looks electric i went i went ahead with the diet coke that's my normal thing there okay but uh yeah that you seem a little bit more fancy a little bit more exciting than me with that choice well i I was thinking about going frosty but i ordered the postmates and you know you never know with how long they're going to be there and i didn't want to drink like vanilla melt syrup so we just (laughs) went with the uh we just went with what i know so we went with the uh lemonade 
Well, speaking of that, let's keep this. Uh, let's let's dive in while it's hot, man. So we got the bre- the pretzel bacon pub cheeseburger, new from Wendy's. If you've seen the commercials, it's just sliding down the bar, and I'm ready to take a bite. Sure, one second. Let me get the let me unwrap here. Oh man, this has got this has got serious talk with your mouthful potential today. <laughs> oh man, right, here we go. Okay, I'm not going to spoil it for you. I want you to I want you to figure out what you think of it. Presentation doesn't look the way it looks on commercials, but that's fine. Never does. <laughs> oh man. You're a fan. So when I read your message that we were gonna do this, first thing that comes to mind was West End and the pub burger, right. which is one of my all-time favorites. Baseball guys put me on. Absolutely fantastic, by the way. Um yeah. No, this is good. This packs a punch. The bread changeup is a nice is a nice uh, is a nice t- uh, hat 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 tip with the bacon yeah. too. Um, it's got the onion rings. Oh, man, I haven't even investigated it. No, this is <laughs> this is this is a, this is a good burger. Now, this might be a hot take. In my opinion, the pantheon of fast food fast foodery for hamburgers. I actually prefer the Burger King Whopper over Wendy's and McDonald's. That's been a little bit of a hot take on Twitter, but I'm curious to know where you fall on that spectrum. Okay. I literally had that as my next question because I think you're a Burger King loyalist. And I I think that's a product of you being from the North and a lot of people down South. We just have better things to eat down here. Um, I know you live in Atlanta now, (laughs) but uh, man, Burger King, I and to be honest with you, when you said you wanted to be on, I was like, that's awesome. Mm -hmm. I was trying to think of a cool thing to eat at Burger King. And I just, I mean, they don't have that $2, like crazy value meal anymore either. No. And that was my first thing, but I was like, Wendy's has this. And uh, I got to say, I agree with you on the bread. Is it good? A little bit of a shakeup. I'm mm-hmm. a big fan of pickles. Now pickles would be good on here, right? Pickles have been pretty good on the past couple of things I've eaten on here. Oh, they're um, snuck on. I just hadn't gotten to one yet. Yeah. Okay. And then the onion straws are are pretty pretty good as well i ate that burger with um, sammy hill from women's basketball um and that had onion straws on it and i'm a huge fan of that now so i'm going to keep putting that on every single thing i eat so i mean the thing with burger king is like if i'm looking to like have a wild time and i want to try something new that's on the limited (laughs) menu like i'm not going to burger king for that like if i'm just on a road like if my road trip go to, and this is a judge free zone, we're talking food. I'm not bringing it up. I always bring food up on the podcast and I spat Billy, but this is what, this is the nature of the beast. Uh, if I'm going on a long drive, my go-to is I'm getting a double Whopper and I'm getting a spicy chicken sandwich and chicken fries. Chicken fries are the one like curveball that you get from Burger King and a water, a water just to keep the diet thing going. You don't want to go with a Coke or anything like that. Right. Um, but if you're venturing on the wild side, trying something new, Wendy's always has a nice curveball lined up for you. I think that Wendy's is, I mean, when Chick-fil-A isn't around, I think Wendy's, Chick-fil-A and Cookout aren't around. I'm going to amend that. I think that Wendy's is like my go-to pick. And I think that four for four deal is pretty unbeatable. Now, this was a little bit pricier. This was like $10 at the end of the day. And I got a medium too. I ordered it and I said, I don't know. Are we reimbursing on this podcast? I don't know. It's expensive hamburger. I don't know. Yeah, I know. I mean, you might be my most expensive date so far. Actually, that's not true. <laughs> Ty, Ty Walls had a $14 burrito, and I'm like, okay. But we, we, went, uh, we went Dutch on that. So you're an offensive lineman at Virginia Tech. You're an offensive lineman growing up. Did you eat pretty big meals like this when you were growing up in New Jersey? Well, first, um, so my father is from southeastern Louisiana, 
Okay. Uh, he, he was constantly cooking gumbo, red beans, and rice. I apologize uh, for the up north comment. No, oh, no. I mean, uh, no, no. I, I mean, if you want to have a pizza and a bagel comp- uh, conversation, we can have that conversation. But okay. for the most part, food is definitely better below the Mason-Dixon line. Um, but he was constantly, you know, overfeeding, you know, whatever, whatever it took. Because um, I almost think, and this is – this is me putting the bias glasses on, you know, from the athleticism standpoint, maybe I could have been a tight end at a smaller school if I wasn't um, constantly being forced to graze, but it all worked out. Um, but no, I, I, I was always eating a, eating a ton. Um, still do now try to slow that down a little bit. Uh, that was the biggest adjustment for me when football was over was going from, I mean, you're eating, I was listening to, uh, to the podcast that you did uh, with Ty and um, just every time I'd go to Chipotle, it's, two bowls, double rice, double chicken, uh, you know, just the works. Um, and it's fun to do that. Like, it's fun to go into a, a all you can eat sushi place and just be like, all right, we're either going to put you out of business. Or you're going to ask us to leave after 45 <laughs> minutes. Um, but no, that was kind of what we did. Me, me, my brother, Jackson Lee, he plays offensive line at, uh, at Navy. We would just crush food. And then, um, and that was that I've been raised to, to eat as much as possible at all times. So. Yeah. So your brother's a division one offensive lineman as well. What was it like wrestling for scraps of food in the Mitchell household growing up? That was the thing. We never had to do that because my father, so we, um, for a little while, we actually, uh, growing up, we would constantly have, um, guys over to play basketball. I went to high school with Jabril Peppers and, um, you know, Rashawn wow. Gary graduated the year after, uh, before my brother graduated and they'd always be over playing basketball or, you know, spending the night. So my father, since he was on the uh, touchdown club, he, we bought all our groceries from restaurant Depot. So we weren't buying a gallon of milk. We would be buying a crate of four gallons of milk. We'd be buying 36 eggs at a time. So there was <laughs> never, there was never a shortage of food. There was never any food to fight over. It was more so Mr. Mitchell saying, y'all better finish everything that I made. That was kind of, <laughs> that was kind of the expectation. No, I mean, that that's crazy, man. 36 eggs. Were y'all eating them? Like, were y'all drinking them out of the glass? Like Rocky and Rocky sometimes, one. Really? Sometimes what he would do though, is he had this, he had this, um, I don't know what it's called. He would put like 12 or 15 eggs in a pan throw sausage, salsa, peppers, onions, like all of it, and make like an egg pie. I don't think it was quiche, but like make an egg pie and just slice it up and hand it out to everybody. Um, He got real creative. I mean, he had, um, we had, we had, we had some interesting um, mass meals, but, um, but, uh, but yeah, there was never, it was never fighting over food, but um, he's a creative guy. He's an awesome cook too. That's awesome. Um, I mean, if he's an awesome cook, did you guys still go to fast food, like get fast food a lot, get takeout any? One thing that we would always do uh, if he wasn't home, like if he was traveling for business or whatever, we used to, uh, we would all pile up in my, uh, in my pickup truck and we'd go to, um, we would go to McDonald's and we would get like 30 or 40 McDoubles, like four of us. And we could see like, okay, I'm going to eat 10 this time, or okay, I'm going to eat 15 this time, or we have a really good place that's been on uh, diners, drive-ins, and dives. It's called White Mana. The best the best sliders in, in America. Not just me saying that. That's like the way it is. Right. Um, and we would just go down there and be like, uh, all right, so the, 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 the basement is 10. How many over 10 can we, can we knock out? Um, <laughs> it, was, it always used to be me, my brother, or John Robinson, uh, we go over to Hackensack, New Jersey, and um, and just crush crush sliders all day. Yo, I thought I could eat, and y'all are saying thirty to forty McDoubles. 
I mean, that just kind of hurts my heart. And I, uh, I'm just like, and you still became a division one athlete. So like, how much are you guys working out to even break sort of even? Well, that was, I always had trouble keeping weight in college. Like what was funny is we, um, so at tech, when we got coach Hilgart and coach Crosby and all them, uh, come in, um, we would have to weigh in weekly every week on Wednesday and I'm eating like that. And I wish it, I had a Fitbit in college. Cause I, I can't <laughs> even imagine how many calories you're burning and I never be at weight. Like I would literally, uh, coach Schumann would be there and you had to be within like four pounds of your target. If you were over, which, which somewhere you had to go on the treadmill. If you were under, you were punished. So what I would do is every time we had to weigh in, I'd go early before the coaches were there and I'd find out, okay, like I'm like, I'm eight under or like I'm seven <laughs> under and I would drink, this is a true story. I would drink like four to, to seven, uh, Aquafina, like Aquafina bottles to just get to the number and then go work out with four to four to seven Aquafina bottles of water, uh, yeah. in my stomach. And that, I do not suggest that, but I literally, <laughs> I don't know how I could have eaten more food. I mean, we were at the point where, you know, I would be buying DiGiorno pizzas, putting them in the oven and eating them at two o'clock in the morning, supplemented with everything that I eat during the day. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's how that went for, uh, for three or four years. Um, but well, we uh, live very different lives because when <laughs> I did that, my friends are like, why are you doing this? Like my one friend that li hopefully listens into this saw me dip a tortilla in some honey mustard once just like experimentally. And he was like, are you okay? Well, <laughs> it's so funny because your friends are telling you, why do you do this? My coaches were like, why don't you do this more? <laughs> like, no, it was a, it was a direct inverse, but speaking of, speaking of dipping, I got to say, I got, I got a bone to pick with people in Blacksburg. Okay. I'm sick and tired of people trying to tell me that Benny's is like good. Like here's the fact, here's a fact I'm dipping. If you have to dip the pizza in ranch in order to like, enjoy it. I like that knocks it down a couple notches. I like Benny's. I will eat Benny's when I'm in Blacksburg, but the term good or really good pizza I really haven't had a place that kind of constitutes that. If I had to pick, like, if I have to have pizza in Blacksburg, though, PK's, in my opinion, has the best pizza. And if you're running out of money, the Beast in Blacksburg sells large pizzas for, like, $2.50. Right. So either one of those were my go-to. Uh, I, uh, I got PK's with a lot of the events we call at Virginia Tech. Uh, PK's is the caterer. And their pizza, you're right, is, like, sneakily the best one. And they're and, 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 made in the house. Yeah. And there's no there's no hate to Benny's because it's always a special mm. place in my heart. But mm -hmm. I really I still I'm like PK's is just like better. And the Tijuana toss, there's something about winning a pizza in a game where you have the heads or tails. It's like, oh, this is gonna taste better because it doesn't cost me any money. Going back to this meal, I always have to notice I gotta stop, like I'll slow down because I'm trying to elongate this podcast in like a 30 I mean, look, minute. I'm yeah, you're almost done. <laughs> so I got like three or four bites left. Um, where do you where do you rank Wendy's fries amongst oh. your fast food? Just a a one, number yeah. one. There's no. This is this is the bar. Like there is no. There's no better. There's no better French fry. Burger King French fries are the worst. See, I that's why I think I knocked down Burger King so much is because the fries are so bad. But I truthfully don't get fries a lot. Like when you texted me, get the combo. I was like, I'm sure. I'm, I would <laughs> love the combo. But I usually don't get the combo. I usually go just a sandwich, no cheese. Now, Pub Burger, 
gotta get the cheese. There's no way around that. Right. Uh, but I usually, I usually skip out on the fries, but if I'm going to Wendy's the sea salt, I mean, man, that's just, it makes it, there's, it doesn't get better than that. And they're like, they have like that nice cut to them where they have like the little, I mean, you can tell it's like a real potato. Now I like McDonald's a lot, but I think these came out with like the re, real sea salt. And I guess you can kind of put that in quotations. Like, is it real? But I mean, they taste like consistently the best ones. Can I, can I give you a, can I give you a life hack that you might be hip to, but if not, like, I'm going to give you two, two fry life hacks. All right, go ahead. First and foremost, dipping Wendy's fries into your frosty is a must do. All Absolutely right. must do. I've tried it once or twice. I thought it was okay. right. the sweet and salty thing. Pretty good. Yeah. Yep. You dabbled. Uh, I used to put salt on my, uh, on my, um, chocolate chip cookies back in high school, the sweet and salty thing. Very, that's very, a good move. Yeah. Eric Santiago put me out to onto that shout out to Eric Santiago. And then the other one is there's these things called disco fries. It's a New Jersey thing from diners. I Googled that today. I had no idea what it was. It's Please fantastic. explain. So disco fries are you're at a diner two o'clock in the morning. First of all, diner rule, never order Italian from a diner. If you do that, like I'm automatically <laughs> going to make fun of you. Uh, but if you are at a diner, you order disco fries and what you're going to get, you're going to get French fries with gravy and melted cheese on top. And that you eat it, you got to eat it with a knife and fork. Look, I don't eat your pizza with a knife and fork, but this is the knife and fork type of deal. Um, but that is an absolutely fan. If you're ever breezing through the Northeast or you stumble upon a diner in the South, Hey, I need some disco fries. And if they don't know what you're talking about, then maybe they need to not be a diner. <laughs> so you, you talked about like having, they're telling you to eat a lot at Virginia tech. Did they ever give you like a list of things you should eat? Because I'd like to doubt that they're like, Hey Billy, like eat these DiGiorno's pizzas at two o'clock in the morning. No, I mean, there, the list was like, eat a lot of everything, like seriously. But I mean, you know, not to generalize it, like there were people who were on the lose or the maintain where they would, you know, give you an idea of like, Hey, stay away from this or, or eat more of this. Uh, they give you a calorie goal. Um, and obviously they're checking in with your weight and also like with training table, I don't know, I doubt they're doing it now, but excuse me with training table, they're spending a lot of time with you watching what you eat and it's all color coordinated on like, okay, if you're on a gain plan, a gain plan, like you can eat this, this, and this, if you're on a lose plan, you can't eat this, you can't eat this. Um, but at the end of the day, you do go home and you do have to, you know, go to the grocery store and eat whatever you want. Um, I won't name names, but I know folks who were having to hop on the treadmill when, uh, when they got back um, because of the decisions they made in the kitchen uh, going home. But, you know, it is what it is. Speaking of home, I really doubt that you remember this. I did you live on Harper Hall third floor your freshman year? Yeah, I lived I down the hall from you actually. Oh man, you lived on a legendary floor. I mean, I had, really uh, did. I had, I mean, uh, go ahead. No, I was gonna say you had the twenty sixty boys. It was weird. It was the third floor, and it was like twenty sixty. I don't know why they numbered your, <laughs> your floors like that. But yeah, you had the twenty sixty boys. I was uh, roommates with Chris Durkin um then uh i think no joey sly and the basketball guys were on the fourth floor um but no harper hall was great second floor was the best though what a what a great what a great 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 time yeah because it was you i think i walked i mean y'all were always so busy with football and that was actually my second year living there i'm, I'm a year older than you i was a sophomore um but yeah i think like you lived in the did you live in the same room as michael santa maria 
I didn't. I'm roommates with Michael Santa Maria. He's fixing to walk in, walk in here in a few minutes. Oh, that's awesome. Um, but uh, no, he lived on. Uh, I think he lived on the fourth floor. He was roommates with like Sean Payne and um, some of those other guys. I'm not sure exactly who, but um, no, he, he was on. Uh, here he is, right here, Mike. Who were your roommates in college? No, no. Who who were your roommates <laughs> freshman year? Uh, CJ, Colt, Gallo, Traylon, uh, Oh, all right. So there you go. Yeah, there was the roommate. They definitely lived down the hall from me. Get a good wave. He's split that. How we doing? Hey, good, man. What's going on? Good to see you. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, living in that dorm, though, I can imagine, like, coming from, like, New Jersey, and the, even though your dad's cooking a lot, but then you get to Virginia Tech, like, how can one, like, be healthy? And I mean, imagine, like, as an athlete, it's a little bit easier because you're on a regimen, but, like, you're still a freshman trying to adjust to having all these, like, choices for you. Um. What do you mean? Like, just make sound, uh, sound like health. Yeah, choices absolutely. So the, actually our nutrition team did a really good job. I know Peter Ritz was the one who was most recent that I most recently remember. Um, but they, they offered to, you had all the resources available to you. And this is like a summation of college. Like you have the resources available to you. You just have to take advantage of them. So our nutrition team would, would have meetings in the summer. They would offer and did take athletes to the grocery store and show you like, Hey, here's like a normal balanced, like, good way to go to the grocery store um not just to go over and buy all the jimmy dean's frozen stuff and throw it in the <laughs> um, throw it in the uh, the microwave but um they did a great job of kind of outlining that and that's the biggest advice I, I try to tell everyone is like when you're in college like yes college is expensive in my opinion too expensive but a lot of that money and a lot of the things that go into it there's so many things that you may not even realize exist you got to take right. advantage of those things while you're on campus whether you're a student or an athlete because there's so many things that are available to you the athletics department does a great job student affairs is a great job at Virginia Tech you just have to seek out those opportunities and really capitalize on them i really like the pretzel bun i think right, if right. they if they put a little bit of salt on it i think i'd like it a little bit more too i wish okay are we at the, like the review part that like comes a, at the end. I just try to bring oh, it back every oh, once in a while because sure. people are like, what is this about? If it's not, say, we're not talking about the food. I would say I didn't get enough pickles on mine or they were all lumped in one section of it. I could go for a little bit of a spicier, tangier um, sauce, whether you're mixing mm. it in the cheese. That's my, only, uh, that's my only gripe so far. Yeah, I was also like, I wonder how adventurous Billy Ray is going to get with this because the, uh, she was like, do you want a, a single, triple, or double? I'm like, damn, that's an option? I'm like, I don't so, think that I'm about that today. I'd be lying to you if I, I'd be lying if I said I was going to get the single anyway. <laughs> I got the single because I assumed you were going to get the single and I didn't want to be like, oh, look at Billy. He's got the triple. No, I wanted to just, <laughs> you know, I wanted to, I wanted to go, I wanted to go par, just kind of, you know, I got dinner coming up here in a couple of minutes. Um, but I went with the single today and I went what? with a medium fry and a medium drink. So yeah. I'm actually really proud of myself right now that you mentioned. I'm glad that you brought that up. Um, what kind of dinner are you passing up to eat with me, by the way? I hope it's not some crazy, like, nice thing. Um, I'm not really sure. Mike, uh, Mike picked it. Mike! Where are we going to eat? Barcelona in Atlanta is where we're going. Oh, that um, sounds way nicer than Wendy's. <laughs> but, I mean, look, I'm, I'm enjoying it. I think Wendy's did a fantastic job today. And um, no, definitely, uh, I definitely enjoyed it. I'm going to be eating Barcelona too. I'm not missing anything. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm glad uh, you get like a whole fourth meal tonight. Um, <laughs> so, you know, I was going, I was going through your bio and 
I feel like an athlete or just a just a person overall, if you go to Virginia Tech and maybe you're not in the in the lineup as much as you want to be, but what I admire about you is that you're very, very positive and like energetic and you still really support Virginia Tech. And a lot of people could probably have like a sour taste in their mouth after not being a starter. Is that a, a characteristic that's always been around for you or is it just something you learn? That's a great question. Um, and if I'm long-winded, just cut me off. I mean, at, at first, like you go into it and, and you know, your whole, co- your whole high school career, basically everybody that shows up started every game in high school you know, contributed every game in high school. And then, um, you know, you're going to have guys that start, don't start. And that's how it works out. Um, and I'd be lying to you if like the first couple of years, you're kind of looking at it and you're like, dang, like I didn't come here to, to, to not be contributing as much as I thought I would. But, you know, bigger picture, uh, when you start to look at it, like I went to absolutely incredible school. I had incredible coaches. I left with, you know, the respect and admiration of my teammates and my coaches um, did everything I absolutely could to help the team in every way that I possibly could. Um, and at the end of the day, like, that's what it takes. You just kind of put your best foot forward and what happens happens. And I have nothing but respect for the coaching staffs, both of them that, uh, I, uh, I played under and, um, you know, those relationships and everything else. It's funny. Like if you ask any player, regardless of how effective they were, regardless how much they played, you can ask a superstar this, what was your favorite part about playing football at Virginia tech? I would be willing to bet that not many of them are just going to say the games. You know what I mean? Like that's the goal. That's what you're working for. That's what you're training for. That's everything. But it's the relationships. Like it's the, it is the culture. It is the lessons. It is the table that it sets for you um, later on in life and what you do. And I I lean so much on what football taught me, um, you know, from success, from failure, from, you know, showing up on time, putting everything you have into everything, um, you know, working with people who you may not look like, you know, think like, talk like, pray like, or do anything like that, you know, just being able to apply that to everyday life when you move on to whenever the, uh, as Justin Robinson says, uh, when the ball stops bouncing, like, that's what it's all about. And, you know, as I look back on, on my career, if you asked me uh, freshman or sophomore year, hey, if this is how it plays out, how would you feel about it? Freshman or sophomore year, me would probably be disappointed and disgruntled, but you know, I, I look back on it with great admiration because it gave me the best memories I've ever had. I did get to go out there and, and yuck it up for a few plays. But um, again, just created great relationships, took advantage of um, as many opportunities as I could and really translated that into uh, trying to be successful and what my next venture was and uh, continue to do that as I uh, move forward here. That's such a beautiful answer and such a great answer. And I tried so hard not to burp through it the entire thing. <laughs> me too, my friend, me too. Uh, that's something I combat during the entire podcast. And <laughs> But I think it's that characteristic that you share with, with Pat and Grayson and pretty much that whole Sons of Saturday team. And it's what I like about it is that you guys, I, you know, I wouldn't always say like, I mean, yes, you guys do support Virginia Tech and sometimes it might come off as homery but I like that I like the idea that it's not a negative ordeal to it because at the end of the I hate when journalists approach this as like they're on the White House press corps and I like how you guys like just make it more fun I just I always tried to approach it and um I don't want this to get misconstrued like you know it's it I, I didn't study this in college um I wouldn't call myself uh the media or a journalist I just really, 
you know, it's, it's blossomed into so much more than this, but I really just wanted to say, I was like, look, you know, it's actually kind of funny. Me, Grayson and Pat, have only hung out all together one time ever. And really? That, was, that one time ever. And I've known Pat for a little bit over a year now. Um, but Grayson was a guy that I, I, I kind of knew through other people in college. He would call me after games and we would just talk about, you know, the game that we saw and talk about like Virginia Tech football. He's like, you got to meet my buddy Pat. And then he started patching him in. We would have these like long conversations. And I've been podcasting since my sophomore year of college. And I was just like, guys, like this is, this is a podcast. And really what I wanted to do is it's like, to be frank, like I was just kind of getting tired about hearing the primary voice of what our program is and how our program works dictated that by people who have not been in a locker room or who may not know the coach Fuente that I know, or the coach Cornelson that I know, or the, even the coach Foster or the coach Beamer that I know. And, you know, the truth of the matter is like, yes, I'm biased. I love Virginia tech. I really trust this staff, but I'm never going to like, I'm going to tell you the truth. You can take it or leave it. You can decide to look and, and understand or look and apply my analysis. But at the end of the day, I can't tell you how to feel. I can just tell you, how I see it. And I think the proof's kind of in the pudding. Like I tell people like, you want to push this narrative that somebody doesn't like somebody or push this narrative that somebody doesn't know something about something. Well then, okay, I'm going to bring on as many people as I can who have been in that locker room, who have done this before. Uh, and we did that with Justin Robinson. Like a lot of people love to have an opinion about Buzz Williams and, you know, Buzz Williams took this program to places that, you know, Virginia tech has never seen before and never even thought was possible. And everybody wants to, kind of portray who Buzz Williams was, or some people want to portray who Buzz Williams was. I can't answer that. I don't have that answer, but just, I'd love to talk to Justin Robinson about it. I'd love to hear what he has to say about it. Um, and I think kind of casting a light on that and understanding, like, I want to talk to the people who, who get it. And that's what we did too. When we brought on uh, Frank Shushak from the director of student affairs, I can't thank him enough for coming on and, and, and answering questions that parents had and that freshmen had about coming back to school and in the midst of a pandemic. Um, so, you know, if I have a question about something going on at Virginia Tech, I'm gonna find the best resource I can or give you the best information I have. And again, you can take it or leave it. I don't think everybody needs to agree with me, yeah. but I'm just gonna give you what I think. I think I should have gotten the double. Um, oh, yeah? Because I just, yeah, I inhaled that. Um, and I think gone. it was good. I was fasting for it. I was like, you know, don't eat this cup of pudding like with your lunch today. Like you're going to get this burger tonight with Billy Ray and you're going to really enjoy it. There's something you said there though. in that answer, I think you are a journalist, whether you kind of like it or not now, like sell me on it though. Sell me on it though. Sell me on it. I, because you're like, I, what you just said, you're like, I want to hear from the people who get it. Like you're trying to get the stories and then it, maybe you're not a conventional journalist in the saying that you would work for like the Roanoke times, but I think that you guys have turned into kind of new wave journalists with all of this. If that is the new wave of journalists and I'm biased, I hope that's the new, I hope that's <laughs> the new wave of journalists. Exactly. Um, I mean, you think about like Joe Rogan, Joe Rogan had, and you know, like love him or hate him. And I don't want to compare you guys to him or not. If, if that's a comparison you want or not. I hope I sign a, I hope I sign a deal with uh, Spotify, <laughs> Spotify for I mean, a billion know. dollars. That would be nice. <laughs> um, um, but he had Bernie Sanders on. And he has all of these like actual political voices on and it's just kind of came as a way for him to just shoot the shit with his buddies. But now it's just like, it's actually where people go to hear news. And I think that people go to you guys to hear news now. Well, that's another thing uh, on the journalism thing that I just, 
I can't, I, I think needs to change. Um, and this might just be coming from me watching the social, uh, the social dilemma the other day, but I, I really just encourage people. I think so many people now, and even I'm guilty of it, instead of coming up with your own thought or your own opinion about something, you let someone else that you like dictate how you feel about it. Yeah. Um, and that's why, like, again, like I'll have a question and you know, whether I do it publicly, like sometimes if I see a take by a journalist, I'll, I'll tweet at them or a fan, I'll tweet at them or I'll just DM them privately and be like, Hey, like, I'm curious, like, why do you think that way? And it's someone's first instinct is like, well, why, you know, you get all angry. And I'm like, no, like, I'm genuinely curious. Like, like, why do you, why do you think that way? And I think social media is kind of, you know, the retweet generation where instead of coming up with your own free thought and instead of coming up with your own way of looking at something, you just hop on to somebody else's opinion. And, and that's like the biggest thing that, that worries me. Um, but, you know, that's, uh, I, I certainly, to bring it back full circle, I certainly do hope the new wave of, of journalism is, is seeking answers before providing uh, opinion pieces. Yeah, and I mean, whether or not I like it, this might be slightly journalistic, just in the fact that we're, we're reporting on this Wendy's meal. And it's been all over TV for every football game I've ever watched. So now I get to tell people about it, whether that's real reporting or not. I mean, it really is. <laughs> um, the thing I really like about you guys, I went to Sharky's the other day because I'm, I'm kind of like a townie now in Blacksburg and Bluefield, West Virginia. Uh, you guys' logo, I mean, you guys are everywhere. And I know you were a consumer studies uh, major and, and Pat you was. Your, man, you did your research. I did, man. I, I'm talking, I have all my, my notes. Uh, and Pat was in marketing. And I actually had class with Grayson. Okay. I'm a year older than him. But you guys are, are legit everywhere with the t-shirts. And I mean, kids have stickers walking around. Your Instagram following is pretty large. What was the strategy behind all of that? Honestly, the strategy was, you know, we just, with Sharkies, I mean, it was like, look, I love Sharkies. It was the first, uh, it was the first bar that we reached out to. I was like, look, I've spent many dollars at your establishment. Dollars <laughs> your establishment for years to come. Um, and uh, at first we were like, uh, you know, it would be, awesome to have us on the back of your of your of your cups and uh you know the gentleman we were working with was like yeah we could do that i'm like all right great uh and then we just kind of thought about it like we just approached it from we don't want to just be like a podcast like we want it we want it to be like a thing and that's why like to be truthful we don't really have a margin on our apparel we really just want people to wear it we really want people to you know we do the whole like sons of insert word here or like uh insert word here of saturday like just try to make it like a like a playful thing and and we don't want to model barstool because i think we have a very different mission than they do hmm. but they do they do they've done such an incredible job of making that logo iconic and that uh in the name iconic like you'll see something that has nothing to do with barstool and then you're like oh this looks like a barstool video right um <laughs> so just trying to make that logo just everybody knows what it is you don't have to listen to our podcast whatever but um you know getting people to send us pictures of campus that they take on their walk or getting us getting them to send us videos from you know 2017 jumping to enter salmon or something like that um we just love sharing that and becoming the buzzword that we've come up with is community enhancer and that's that's you know we've kind of we've kind of word played that a little bit we've been working with uh dr wordelick from marketing uh and mackenzie collins who's in prism came up with this word and we were like community enhancer i, I, I like that so that's kind of what, we, what we've been running with but it's been fun it's like 
it's like a game, like trying to figure out, hey, what's going to pop off on Twitter today? What's, a, what's another good variation of our logo? Al Jones is another Hokie graduate who's done amazing things with our logo. Um, and uh, no, it's just, it's, it's been a ton of fun. Yeah, I'm, uh, I should be taking notes because I'm just trying to get this thing up and running too. And uh, I've honestly, I really have looked to you guys as a model because it is very impressive how uh, just a year ago, you guys are just talking about the game and then you guys are a recognized brand here in the New River Valley. So you should be very proud of that, man. You really should. I appreciate it. And I think, I think what it comes down to is really, and, and you've done this, is finding an untapped niche. Because the longest time I was talking, you know, with my buddy, Willie Hansen, and, and he really, we really laid the groundwork for what I'm doing now when I was recording the Hung Up podcast way back when. Um, but we were talking about sports at a broader spectrum and nobody cares what Billy Ray thinks. Well, some people do, but not everybody's going to care about what Billy Ray has to say about the Lakers Celtics game. Not everyone's going to care what Billy Ray has to say about the Las Vegas Raiders, but people will care about what we're talking about Virginia tech. And to take that a step further, we don't want to just cover basketball. We want to cover women's lacrosse. We want to cover women's basketball. We want to interview Homer Hickam who I didn't even know, you know, I feel ignorant about it. I, I didn't know who Homer Hickam was and getting him to come on and tell his story and shine a light on some of the other stories. Like something I was pretty disappointed with was uh, women's basketball. got every woman on the roster registered to vote. Football held a, the, uh, an event to get uh, their players registered to vote. And I was like, why is this, why is the only place that this is on the team's Twitter page? And I, and I just put it in our scribes of Saturday, which is a culmination of, of students, uh, former students and fans who write for us. And I was like, who wants to take this? And like three people immediately like, oh yeah, I want to write that. And people are like fighting over writing about it. And those are stories that you want to tell. That's the news you want to get out there. That's the awesome stuff that you know, people love to see and alumni are proud of. So you know, just finding ways to cover stories differently and cover the stories that may slip under the cracks. Like that's, that's what we're trying to do. Yeah. And you guys have done it, man. You really have. And, and you've been awesome that. here today. Uh, we have our, our final segment on this, on this show called oh, Rosem or Tosem. I don't know if you're familiar because we're going to bring it back to food here. Cause okay. I know we ate, I know we ate the Wendy's really fast and maybe, maybe that's another note. I'm, maybe I should just get the bigger thing so I can just make it more of a longer. That's my rule. With that's what I do. <laughs> that's um, what I do. So roast them is you don't like it. Toast them is more like toast to them. So like, I like this. This do. is like rapid fire. I like this. Yeah, okay. exactly. Uh, so Billy Ray. Wait, so roast is good. Roast is good. No, no, no. Roast is bad. Like roast, I'm like, what are those? Okay. And then toast is like, okay. here's to them. Those? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Um, so New Jersey's finest here, Billy Ray Mitchell. First of all, is it called Taylor Ham or Pork Roll? What do you say? Taylor Ham. Pork Roll is what they call it in South Jersey, which is basically Philadelphia. It's Taylor <laughs> Ham. Okay. So roast them or toast them. You like it or not? Oh, it's it's toast them 100%. You get that on a bagel, salt, pepper, ketchup. Yeah definitely a toast they have that at, at hello bagel in town no nope. and you nope. don't like it it's not the same no I, I don't know if it's good or bad i'm not gonna cast any you know i'm not again i'm not gonna speak to what i don't know maybe i do need <laughs> to try it but uh i've just i made a deal with myself like i'm just i'm just not having a bagel in in virginia just, it's pretty good though i mean i mean i'm not from new york new jersey but i can kind of see where you're coming from though i mean i'll try you know what i'm gonna do next time i'm in blacksburg i'm gonna try it and i'm gonna i'll, I'll video it and I'll, I'll give you a roaster toast sounds good man sounds good all right next and i think i kind of know where your reaction is going to be on this roast them or toast them chicago style pizza um i'll toast that it's good. really I'm not, I'm not gonna let my i'm not gonna let my new jersey pride get in the way like it's good i mean it wouldn't be what i typically order uh, I would probably take that over Sicilian as well. 
um, just because Sicilian's like way too ready for me. So I'll, I'll, I'll toast that. I'll give it a light toast. Gotcha. Roast them or toast them Popeyes. Oh, toast. Yeah, it's awesome, right? Yeah. It's so good. I did. What did you think about the sandwich? It was fantastic. It was unbelievable. It was better than Chick-fil-A. That was my next question. I think it's just physically bigger as well. But like the whole experience of Popeye's is a little bit, I don't know. I kind of like that they're not as nice to you in there. The food's a little bit better. Yeah, which is interesting <laughs> because they're, they're more Southern based than Chick-fil-A is. But I think Chick-fil-A, that's just their brand. Like they're just going over the top with the, with the niceness, which is right. fine, but that's their brand. <laughs> Roast them or toast them Olive Garden. Where am I? Okay, so let's say, so you're in Atlanta right now, right? Yes. So let's let's answer it from there. So if I'm in Atlanta, I'm going to Scalini's. Um, I'm not going to, <laughs> Mike's laughing. I'm going to Scalini's <laughs> if I'm in, uh, I'm in Atlanta. Um, but if I'm like, if I'm like a traveling Wilbury and I don't know where I am, I mean, I'll get Olive Garden. You know, they have good cheddar Bob, they would have got the cheddar Bob biscuits or whatever. No, those, that's, that's Red, Red Lobster. Lobster. That's Red Lobster. I mean, they got the unlimited breadsticks. I mean, they're, they're okay. I mean, you know, yeah, that's, it's okay. If I'm, so if it, I'm anywhere in the tri-state area, I'm, I'm not going there. So it's kind of like a conditional roast, a conditional toast then? I, I guess, I guess I'll go roast. I haven't gone roast. I'm, I'm being way too, way too <laughs> positive, I guess, if that's possible. So I'll, I'll go roast, I guess. I find that people from big cities and big metropolitan areas usually have something bad to say about Olive Garden. So I'm I like, mean, there's just too many good, there's too many good options. Like, you know what I mean? Like if I'm, if I'm in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, am I going to get Wendy's or am I going <laughs> to go on, or am I going to ask, um, you know, Bayou Bob, like, where's the best place to go get a po', <laughs> po boy? Like, you know, it's just, I, you gotta, you gotta do the right thing. You gotta, you gotta live, you gotta live in the, live in the moment, live in the experience, embrace it. Finally, roast them or toast them. And this has a slight Blacksburg connection because we do have a location here. Mellow Mushroom. Uh, it's a tough one. I would never go in Blacksburg. I would never go in Blacksburg. But I have a romanticized feeling with it because I went to Mellow Mushroom after I was in Virginia when we beat UVA with college game day for the basketball game. So it's attached to something. It's attached to something which is blurring my vision. And for me to allow (laughs) my blurred vision to give you not the real answer would be irresponsible. And I'm not (laughs) going to do that. So I'm going to go with roast it. Okay. I think that that's a good answer because I think it's too expensive to be enjoyed as pizza. $34 for pizza is ridiculous. It's like California pizza kitchen, but it's just not as good. By the way, California pizza chicken's uh, peanut Thai salad is really good. Wow, really? See, I get their frozen ones from Kroger, like the frozen pizzas around here. Those have got me through quarantine. You got to love yourself more, man. Come on, you can't be doing it. <laughs> Come on. Be, Come I'm on. trying to save money. Uh, lo- <laughs> All right, I can't, get, I can't get angry at that. I'll toast well, to that. I'll toast to okay. save money. I need, I need to do a better job of that. Exactly. Um, so speaking of loving ourselves, we really uh, treated ourselves with this pretzel bacon pub cheeseburger from Wendy's. It's brand new. It's just around nine to ten dollars for a medium let's go ahead and rate it from one to ten what do you think well what's ten ten is good like is ten like ten is amazing like it's a really great i i would get this again it's one of the best things i've had in fast food in a while okay so again this is on like that secret not secret menu but it's on it probably won't be on the menu in like in like six to eight months yeah i would get this again it's not the best thing i've ever had i'm gonna give it like a I'll give it like a seven, 
eight six seven eight nine wow is this seven, the gymnastics and the olympics yep like we're, <laughs> i'll go seven, i'll go seven eight nine eight point eight's a little eight's a little high for me uh i'll go i'll go like a, a really high c plus okay uh, you know yeah c plus i'll stick with that that was you know very thoughtful answer uh i think that i'm trying to just think out the decimals in my head now uh the burger itself was good it wasn't sloppy which i like the, the actual quality of the burger at Wendy's is pretty good with the actual, like the square patties. I really like the onion straws. I think I'll have to go. I'll probably get it again, but it's also like, am I hungry enough to get this again? Do I want to have this big ass meal before I go to sleep and have weird right. dreams? Um, <laughs> but uh, I'm going to go ahead with a seven. I think that's pretty fair for, for this. Okay. Meal. Yeah. I didn't know you'd under I didn't know you'd undercut me there, but all right, all right. No, I mean I'm not a snob at all. Uh, also, I think that I'm a little too nice on here. I've yet to get something that I don't like. Like I had a garbage plate from upstate New York recently, uh-huh. and I was thinking like, oh, this is going to be disgusting, and it ended right. up turning out to be pretty darn good. Um, <laughs> but uh, Billy Ray, you were awesome, man, and uh, I wish you guys nothing but good luck with the Sons of Saturday and. Uh, just keep being pretty positive because I, I do enjoy it in this kind of like sea of negativity surrounding not only politics, but unfortunately the Virginia Tech Athletic Department sometimes. And you guys are always really bright and I appreciate that. Look, somebody's got to do it. We'll continue to do it. I love what you're doing, uh, Bailey. Keep it up. Let us know if you ever want to do any more crossover stuff. And um, uh, that's it. I really appreciate you having me on. Sounds good, man. Enjoy Barcelona tonight. I absolutely will. I'm definitely going to get a double of whatever I get. (laughs) All right, man. I'll talk to you later. See ya.